Well, this week's scripture is a, a, a doozy, isn't it? Getting ready for next week's even better. So we have Jacob getting ready to go back and see his brother. Last time I remember, they didn't leave in the best of terms, did they? And it's interesting because God reminds him in the dream of the promise that he made to Abraham, didn't he? That he would still be that blessing, that the world will multiply, and his family would increase. But Jacob still lived in the flesh, didn't he? And how many times in our life before we can receive God's blessing, we got to take care of our past? We got to deal with the situation at hand. And that's what we're about to see happen with Jacob. He's got to deal with what his family was left behind. You know, so many times when we are run into situations like that and we have to confront our past, don't we always think about all the worst things that could happen? We don't think about the good things, do we? We don't think that, that God might have dealt with them as well and they're ready to forgive and put their hands up and hug them and everything be okay. No, we think the worst. And that's going to be the case with our brother. You know, when I was reading about this, it dawned on me how it is that my dad had told me a, a story once. He said that a man had been traveling on country roads and all of a sudden he got a flat tire. He went to go fix the tire. He was frustrated. You know, how many of y'all want to fix the tire out in the middle of nowhere? Some was starting to go down. He goes to open his trunk. And Otis, I think, can relate to this. He goes to look for the jack, and it ain't there. Sun's starting to go down even more. Guy's frustrated. He looks way down the road, about a half mile down the road. Sees this little house off in the distance. He goes, I'll, I'll go ask them for a jack. And as he starts walking along the way, he starts thinking, what happens if they won't give me a jack? What do I do if, they, if I go up and ask and they say no? Or, or maybe they want to charge me. I don't have any cash. I mean, it's, you know, we live with credit cards today. Or maybe they'll say, oh, it, uh, mine won't fit yours. Or I don't have one. And he gets so worked up as he's walking and walking, he finally walks up to the front door and knocks on it. The gentleman opens the door, says, how are you doing? He goes, keep your stupid jack, and walks away. <laughs> we have to remember to trust in the Lord. Not to put all these obstacles in our way, but to think positive. To realize that God has a plan and that if we're obedient to him, that he will take care of this. And God has reminded him of the promise that he made to him. 
he sees the vision of angels going up and down on a ladder from heaven to earth, showing that God's in control. He hears God speak to him and reminds him of the promise that he made to his forefather. And that's what we have to realize is God doesn't usually change his mind, does he? Ask Job, Job, right? Ask Jonah. And Jonah, he, want, God want, he wanted God to change his mind. Jonah did not like the people of Nineveh. How many of y'all realize that? He was ready to see them wiped out. He would have sat up on that ledge under that fig tree. He would have been happy to see God just pour it down upon him. He would have encouraged. He would be going, go, God. Go, God. Like, you know, with the bulldogs, you know. He'd be doing like a cheer up there. But he knew that God wasn't going to do it. That God was going to show compassion on the people. And that's what irritated him more. But he got so irritated with it, what did he do? He put himself in the situation where he got on the other side of God. That's not a good thing. Job tried to run from God, didn't he? Let's talk about Jonah, right? Job, I, I, I said Job, I meant to say Jonah. Job kind of did it the right way, didn't he? Job, on the other hand, understood God's situation. Do you realize with Job, at one point, his friends came to him and said, just curse God so he can strike you down. They figured he was done. But he would never do that. He never gave up his faith in God. And let's face it, if within a period of a short period of time, you lose all of your wealth, all of your family, all of your children, you might want to think to yourself, God, what did I do wrong? But he never blamed God. He never lost his faith. And that's something we need to live by. Job is a great example of when going through rough times, you don't lose faith in the Lord. You keep your focus on God, and guess what? He'll get you through it, won't he? He ended up better than before. Sure, he missed his loved ones, but God still blessed him. We can go through hard times. And guess what? We will go through hard times, won't we? When we became believers, did it say, oh, everything should be okay? You know, nothing more is going to happen to you now. You now have faith in God, right? No one has any problems since they accepted the Lord. On the contrary, what happens? It gets harder. Why? Because you got on the devil's list. He woke up one morning, turned on his emails, and got an email. Says you lost another one. 
And he went back after you, didn't he? He attacks. He tries to convince you that God's way is not the truth. But you need to be like Job. Don't be like Jonah and turn tail and run. Especially if what God's calling you to do might not be the most popular thing. But let's face it, you know, Job had a pretty interesting situation, didn't he? I'm sorry, Jonah. Too many J's. There is now. <laughs> right? You have Jonah sitting there. And he goes and has to deal with the situation, doesn't he? But that's what's taking place. And we got to remember it. Let's be more like Job and keep our faith in God. Keep our trust in him. Even when things are bad, know that God's promise is true. And he will get you through those situations. Jacob sat there. Now we got another J. See? Put his head on a rock. Talk about sleeping comfort. Had this dream of seeing how God is still with him. You know, the amazing story that's about to happen next brings us to understanding what God can do. But before we can go forward, we got to take care of our past, don't we? We got to be willing to make things right. That's probably one of the toughest things is to make sure that our past situations are taken care of. We don't like doing it, do we? Okay, one person's honest. Right? Man, we hate having to go back and apologize and bring up that situation. But it allows us to move forward, doesn't it? How many times have you lost friends over stupid things? Friendships you had all your life and over one or two little stupid things, poof, it's gone forever. Because neither of you or both of y'all are too stubborn just to say I'm sorry. Bless you. But we got to understand the calling of the Lord. His journey is going to take us through many winding roads. I saw a plaque the other day. It said, I chose the road less traveled. Now where the heck am I? <laughs> and it really makes you think, doesn't it? You can do what the world does and then you know where everyone is. But when you take God's road, you notice it's kind of barren sometimes. And you got to be able to look around and say, where am I? 
Why isn't anyone else with me? The good news is Yeshua is always with us. And during those hard times, he carries us. He brings us through those trials and tribulations. He gets us to understand what's going on in our world. We serve an awesome God, don't we? We serve a God that will allow us to share the good news to perfect strangers, people we never knew before. But you know what? How about that person sitting next to you? Or how about that family member? Why is it so much harder to share the good news with them than it is a perfect stranger? Have you ever thought about that? Because they know you. Maybe that says something. Or maybe they knew you. They knew how you were before you became a believer. And now you have to show them the new you. And that new you starts with, I'm sorry. That new you starts with, I was wrong. Sometimes it starts with, I apologize. I know you try to ask for forgiveness and I didn't accept it. We need to see what God has for us. Because when we see that big picture, we need to be ready to do it. Jacob's going to be struggling over this next couple of chapters, isn't he? But God was trying to show him a vision that everything would be okay. To trust in him. Because when we can do that, we can move mountains, can't we? It's also interesting to see how the, this chapter also shows how the world will trick us, won't it? Jacob falls in love with Rachel. What does the father do? He said, wait, work for me for seven years and I'll give you her as my wife. And he was so blinded by the love he had for her that he said it made him feel like those weeks were like days. But then he forgot to do something. He forgot to lift the veil. Make sure what you promise, right? People say a lot of things. Do they do what they say? No. Drives me crazy. People will take advantage of situation after situation. Even when you're nice to them. And you know what happens when that happens? Irritates you even more, doesn't it? I'm t I had a situation this week. We had a guy that hadn't been paying rent for my mother-in-law. He made up every single excuse in the book. When it came time for us to have to evict him, he didn't even show up to the eviction. You know what he did? He sent his daughter. He wouldn't even come to that. <coughs> then when we had to evict him, he left furniture inside the house. We contacted him, told him, <coughs> you need to come pick up the stuff. 
told me if you didn't pick it up, we're going to throw it out. And the day we're getting ready to throw it out, after almost a week, he sends me a text. I'm ready to pick it all up. I'm like, you pick all it up because you got a lot of junk there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some nice furniture there, too. So I knew why he wanted it. I said, why don't you pay her some of the money you owe her first? Oh, I don't have any of it. He came in. She reluctantly, she, she let him have the furniture. He came up in a nice jacket, looking good. He took the stuff he wanted. Guess what? Left the rest. See, God wants us to be a man and woman of our word. And I got to be honest with you. I, I, if, if God would strike that man right now, I would, I would be happy. I would be. Might not be right, but I'd be happy. But here's what the truth. I know I got to forgive him. But I know he also has to face God one day. And while we might forget about this situation in a year or so, or a week or so, or a day or so, hello. I was kidding, Lord. God won't forget until he, that man asks for forgiveness, will he? But we got to change. Don't be like that man. Don't take advantage of other people. Be like Job. Stand firm on God's word. Don't be afraid to continue to bless God even when things are bad. Because you know what? I got to admit, the guy, even though he left a lot of stuff still in the house, the walls are clean, the floors aren't damaged. We can clean it out, it'll be a pain, but it's ready to be rented. And that is a blessing because usually it's not. So we got to be able to look at the bright side of things too. God got him out of there so that we could bring the right person in. We also learn from our mistakes too, don't we? How many of you learn from your successes? Raise your hand. Very rare do we learn from a success. We learn from our failures. We learn from our mistakes in life, don't we? That's where the real learning takes place. Because if, you're, if you keep doing well at something, you're not learning anything. It's when you make those mistakes, that's when you start learning. That's what that stairway to heaven is all about. It's a good rock and roll song too, but... We got to remember what God has called us to do. And to understand the journey that we're on. Sometimes we're going to have to put our, our head on a, a hard rock. But when we realize God's plan, in the morning we're going to rejoice and proclaim that as God's sacred space. And that's what he's calling us to do.
So I want to encourage you all. We're going to finish early. How many of you all okay with that? Are you, if you're not okay, raise your hand. One person. I'm blaming it on the Torah reader's fault right now. She got right to She played that music. That was it. We're ready to go. That was it. We're done. But don't be afraid of going on that journey with God. You might not understand where the final destination will take you, but you know what? The journey will be great, and you'll learn a lot from it. Jacob's going to be learning a lot these next few chapters. And we need to learn along with him. Trust in the Lord. Don't let man trick you. Because he'll try to do it every step of the way, won't he? When, when that flesh gets in the way, uncover that veil. Make sure you see the truth so you know what you're getting into. I want everyone to bow your head and close your eyes. Abba, Father, we just come before you right now. Lord, give us wisdom. Lord, as we go on the journey with you, Lord, we know sometimes we'll be putting our head down on hard ground. But Lord, you're there to lift us up, to carry us through. Lord, if there's things in our past that we need to ask for forgiveness and Rectify those situations, Lord. Put it on our hearts now so that we can stay on your journey, on your path. With every eye closed, every head bowed, I ask right now, those watching online and those here in the congregation, the way to get started on his path is to follow his journey, is to have Yeshua in your heart to accept him as King of kings and Lord of lords, as your Messiah. And if you've never done that, he's knocking on your door right now. All you have to do is say yes to him. If you're watching online or recording or one of our recordings, you can contact us on the information you see on the screen and wherever you are around the world we will call you and pray with you that prayer of salvation but if you're here right now and god's knocking on your heart all you need to do is raise your hand and we'll say a simple prayer with you in support is there anyone anyone at all then i'm a father just continue to Give us the strength we need. Lord, guide us and let us stay on your path. We ask this in your Son, Yeshua's name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand. Amen.